few days ago, I saw in my Twitter timeline, the most disturbing news story I think I have ever seen. And this came to me by way of my friend Lila Rose. Lila Rose, the founder of Live Action. It was a series of photographs of babies. Obviously, babies. No question whatsoever, full-term babies who had been killed. And they had been killed, apparently, through abortion. And there was a whistleblower, I guess, at this abortion clinic. And you could see the photos with your own eyes. And the, the police became involved, and there was an investigation. And the craziest part was, the crazy, beyond, obviously, the, the actions themselves, the craziest part was the police were investigating the whistleblower. They were not investigating the people who killed the babies that we could see with our own eyes. They were investigating and, and persecuting, frankly, the people who would ever suggest that maybe there's something wrong with this. Joining me to discuss is my friend, Lila Rose. Lila, thank you for being here. Good to see you, Michael. So I really don't know anything about this story. Here's what I know. I know that five babies were photographed as having been killed. I know this took place in Washington, D.C. I know that the remains of the babies were found at a pro-life activist's home and I know the D.C. police are letting the abortionists off the hook and going after the pro-lifer. What happened? So to begin with, as you mentioned, there are the remains of five children. So these are five babies who some of them were nearly full term. All of them appear to be viable. Uh, when you look at the documentation and Live Action was invited to do photographic and video documentation of these of the remains of these five precious children, you know, almost a dozen medical experts have been consulted and have said that they believe that at least two of these children may have been born alive. Uh, viable babies born alive and then left to die or killed. That one little baby girl in particular, about 28 weeks old, uh, who has severe trauma to her body, her neck was cut, her brain suctioned out. That appears to be an illegal partial birth abortion, a violation of federal law. So we're talking about two federal laws that may have been violated here just by looking at the remains of these children and also D.C. statute against illegal abortions. The two federal laws in question are the ban on partial birth abortion, the Partial Birth Abortion Ban Act, and then the law called the Born Alive Infants Protection Act, which which ensures that a child, if they are born alive in an abortion clinic, which can happen in a late-term abortion procedure, that that baby gets the medical care and the life that they deserve. So the bodies are right now, the remains are in the custody of the DC police and the medical examiner's office. They initially said, well, this is no illegal abortion. There was a press conference last week. But then the next day, Washington Post is reporting that the medical examiner and the DC police have said that there has been no autopsy, no thorough medical ex examination has been performed. So they're claiming that there's no nothing illegal here without even autopsying the victim's bodies. And then meanwhile, the pro-life activists at the heart of the story 
in particular, Lauren Handy and other activists from uh, another group, uh, they're the ones that uh, came into possession of this box of these aborted children's remains that was given to them by a whistleblower, according to them. They they are the ones who worked with D.C. police to hand over these bodies. So there's this news narrative right now, if anyone has been following the story by mainstream press, that the police raided the pro-lifers' apartment and these crazy pro-lifers. It is absolutely dishonest. It's a complete and utter lie. Hmm. The pro-life activists are doing a public service by intercepting the remains of these children who are likely illegally killed. They, they wanted to give them a proper burial. They wanted justice to be served. And a whistleblower was involved. And then they are working with D.C. police, inviting them to come to their home to say, look at these remains and please have justice be served. And then instead of serving justice right now, D.C. Mayor Bauer, D.C. police, the D.C. medical examiner are sitting on the evidence. And no action has been taken to investigate the real uh, criminal here, I believe criminal, which is Cesare Santangelo, an abortionist operating with impunity in the District of Columbia, committing late-term abortions and infanticide on innocent, helpless children. What was his so name again? What was his name? Cesare Santangelo is the abortionist. Cesare Santangelo? Cesare Santangelo. And remember Kermit Gosnell? Remember the butcher of Philadelphia? The House of Horrors, this abortionist that's thankfully behind bars because he was also committing infanticide. I mean, I think any abortionist, it should be illegal. A child in or outside of the womb, same value, same worth. You don't get worth upon birth. You get worth the moment you become a human being, the moment you exist as as an embryo. But Cesare Santangelo is the butcher of D.C. He is the Kermit Gosnell of Washington, D.C., Remember Kermit Gosnell was operating for three decades. Um, He even killed a woman, medical malpractice, committing infanticide. Authorities turned a blind eye until finally they did their job after three decades. That's what's happening here with Cesare Santangelo. And the reason it's happening is because the D.C. mayor, because the D.C. police, and because Congress and our president and his administration, many of them are pro-abortion. And they don't care about infanticide. They don't care about children's lives. They care about defending their political ideology. I am pro-life, as you know. You are pro-life. I was not always pro-life. I, when I was a teenager, even up to maybe sometime, I forget exactly when I was convinced of this, maybe early 2021. Certainly though, for my teenage years, I just, I saw nothing wrong with it. I didn't think about it very much. I grew up in a very liberal liberal place, New York, then ended up going to a very liberal college. And it just didn't occur to me. I thought those pro-lifers are crazy. They just want to control women. I was convinced to be pro-life by a bioethicist having an ordinary conversation over a cup of coffee. Had I not been, had I remained pro-abortion, and then I saw these images, I don't think it would be possible to continue to support legal abortion. When I saw the image, I only made it through two of them and I had to stop looking. When I saw the images, I thought, do I retweet this? It's, a, it's an important story, might be the most important story in the country right now that no one wants to talk about. Or do I not? Because it's so horrifying. And I thought, I, when I posted it, I, I said, if you are a pro-lifer and you do not support legal abortion and you know where you stand and you know the reality of this issue, don't look at it. It's going to give you nightmares. Don't look at it. If you in any way support legal abortion and you're comfortable with that position, Look at every single one of these pictures and tell me you you still support that. I think you would have to be a stone cold sociopath 
to look at these photos and continue to support abortion, much less like somebody, and, and write this name down, post this name on the roof, on, on billboards, post this name on Cesare Santangelo, this psycho, this butcher, this serial killer, this stone cold murderer who would do this, you would have to be completely devoid of any human feeling to do this or to, to endorse it. I mean, you're right, Michael, you're absolutely right. And yes, it is devastating to look at the aftermath of, of a child that's been mangled, that's been tortured to death. I mean, two of the babies were completely dismembered and, you know, it's possible they were dismembered, dismembered while alive. You know, typically the abortionist may try to do a lethal injection first and then dismember the child. But sometimes they just are sloppy. And Cesare Santangelo, we've been investigating him for a decade. He's sloppy. He doesn't care. He's mm. there to kill. And he'll do it whatever is the easiest means for him. So living dismemberment, excruciating of an infant. This baby, one of the baby girls that looks like she was dismembered, that was dismembered. Um, they are estimating about 30 weeks old. 30 weeks old, that, that's who they're caring in for in neonatal intensive care units across the country. And then in abortionists across the country, that same baby girl can be dismembered while alive. Yes, it's, it's devastating. I mean, I've been a pro-life activist for over 15 years now, and I'm devastated. I'm broken all over again. But listen, if we're pro-life, we should allow ourselves to be broken by this. And if we're not pro-life, we should become pro-life. And it should spur us to action because I agree with you, Michael. I think this is the biggest story in the country. We can talk about a war overseas. We can talk about border crisis. We can talk about the economy. We can talk about all kinds of causes. But how we treat children is the definition of who we are as a people. And we are treating them savagely. And our laws are permitting it in some cases. Our authorities who should be intervening and protecting these children are permitting it. And we cannot allow this to continue. So, you know, one other note here, Live Action has been investigating Cesare Santangelo for a decade. This abortionist told us on undercover camera nine years ago, this is the first time he admitted it on undercover camera, that he would leave a born alive infant in his facility to die. He admitted on tape already he would commit infanticide. And if you type in his abortion clinic name, anyone listening, if they're at their computer, they want to type in uh, Google, Sur Google this, Sergi. DC Surgery Center or D DC Surgery Health abortion, the Google reviews for the business of this abortionist, two of them, he, they, he has like two, two stars. I mean, no, uh, everybody who goes there, the women are just, you know, having a horrific experience because he's running a chop shop. So he's murdering babies and, you know, harming women. But two of the Google reviews indicate that the women were concerned their babies were born alive, going in for abortions. And they even say in the Google review that their baby might have been born alive at 27 weeks. Um, you know, they, they, she had to go to the hospital. They, she wasn't sure if they could resuscitate. I mean, it, it, is, it is a blatantly obvious story of what's happening. You could be the dumbest police officer or mayor or public official in the history of, of, of any civic system and get that this is, a, this is a serious crime that's being committed and we should do something about it. He's, he's taking thousands of dollars in exchange for dismembering living infants. So how have we not done something about this? How have we not put this, this murderer behind bars? Even at to least. this day, I believe he's at his clinic doing, continuing this atrocity. So, uh, you know, I, I can't say strongly enough that we need to take action. We can't just sit and love what a horrible story, what horrible pictures. We can uh, change this by urging 
the political powers to do the right thing and by exposing these evils that are taking place. So you, you point out that the D.C. authorities are covering this up. And of course they're covering it up. They've, they've been doing this for a long time, not just in D.C., but in lots of liberal cities. It, they're not ignorant. They know exactly what, people knew what was going on in Gosnell's chop shop. People knew what's going on in Santangelo's chop shop. And, and they're covering it up because they support abortion. It's, it's become, frankly, the sacrament of the left. It, it's not just safe, legal, and rare, obviously. It's shout it from the rooftops, uh, have, have parades, have adulatory videos about how wonderful it is to get abortion. So they're, they're covering it up. They're obviously complicit. You say that this guy, almost certainly violated federal law. What about D.C. law? There are D.C. statutes against illegal abortions. There are D.C. statutes against infanticide. So this is not just, you know, a hot potato issue. Oh, the feds have to take care of this. I mean, there are D.C. laws that are being broken, too, I believe. So this is, I mean, every single you know, Tom, Dick and Harry in law enforcement or every single um, political figure that has any kind of responsibility should be alerted to this. They are alerted, by the way. They already all know we've been communicating with them. And, um, you know, Congress sent them a letter last night, uh, 24 members of the Senate and the House sent a letter to the mayor of D.C. urging action. So they know, they know. And the big question is, what will they do? Because as far as we understand, the bodies are still, the remains are still in the possession of the D.C. police. No autopsy has been performed. Uh, no investigation is is being done into Cesare Santangelo that we know of right now. Um, one other piece of information to add to this sordid story is that the medical waste company, so the, the box of the remains of the children was intercepted from a medical waste company, was given by a medical waste company driver mm. to the pro-life activists. And this company mm. is called Curtis Bay, and they're uh, based out of Maryland. And, you know, on their website, as of last week, they said that they pride themselves in doing cradle to grave recovery of biomedical waste that they then turn into renewable energy that they would presumably power local businesses and neighborhoods with in the D.C. area. So they're taking they're taking the remains. They were taking the remains of children and incinerating them to turn them into renewable energy to then turn around and sell it. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's beyond, um, this is something you would read in a dystopian horror novel, but this is what's happening. And Curtis Bay, of course, has uh, publicly said, oh, these are not our bodies. We don't do this. And they actually took Cradle to Grave off their website. We know whose bodies these are. They're the, they're the kills of Cesare Santangelo, who's continuing to operate with impunity in D.C. It, it's also the, the line, Cradle to Grave, is not true, because in a even remotely anywhere close to just society, when someone dies at any age, they're put in a grave. Here, in this dystopia that we're living in, they're turned into energy to power our blenders, to power our, yeah. our electric lights. That is, and, I, and I, that, sorry. Yeah, I mean, and that was another thing that I thought was so um, dishonest about media coverage of the story, is there were some attacks, even from some uh, self-professed self uh, pro-lifers, or even some, I think, uh, you know, kind of the more... Um, they, they claim to have religious titles like Christians or Catholics, um, folks that were saying, well, how dare the pro-life activists um, have the remains of these children? And the reality is the, the pro-life activists who were given these remains want to give them a proper burial. They want justice for them. So the people that are, are, are truly treating these children with dignity are the ones that are exposing the horror with which they were treated so that it stops and future children are not treated that way and that are trying to give these children a proper burial. Because after being unceremoniously murdered, 
dismembered, treated um, torturously uh, to death, not loved and held like they deserved, but killed. They were being sent to be burned and turned into energy at some 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 biomedical incinerator. I mean, it is it is um, there's no better story today in this country that reveals the depths of America's horror story that is abortion. It's and it's playing out in our nation's capital, and it is it is incumbent on all of us to do something about it. I love America. I do. I'm an American patriot. I love my country. I think it's good to love your country. You know, my country is is my country. I could no more leave my country or or deny my country than I could deny my own family. It's really hard to love your country when you hear a story like this. It's really hard. You're, you're talking about and it, the, the 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 thing about this story is that it's not unusual. I guess that that's the scariest that's part. If it were part. unusual, if it were extraordinary, that would be one thing and you'd try to prosecute this killer, Santangelo. But the, the problem is, and probably the reason that they're covering up for him is, this is a perfectly quotidian story. This happens all over the country every single day. And so if you, if you go after this guy, if, if the people in charge, if the ruling class admits that this guy is doing what he's doing, which is slaughtering little babies, then they've got to go after all of the other ones too. The, the, the craziest part, I guess, is that we're arguing over whether, is this a violation of federal law? Was the baby killed five seconds after the baby came out or five seconds before? Because that's the decisive. Well, what the hell is decisive about that? It's the same baby. It's five seconds. Yeah. Yeah, you're exactly right, Michael. I mean, our laws are schizophrenic, but there are still technically laws against infanticide. And shouldn't they matter? I mean, apparently they don't, not to not to the D.C. mayor, not to Congress, not to Joe Biden and his administration right now, not to the Department of Justice, the current Department of Justice. But, you know, putting the story in context, you know, there have been several states in just the last month that have tried to or are trying or have legalized or further codified abortion up until birth. Mm. Colorado's governor, Jared Polis, just signed into law uh, an act that will effectively legalize abortion through all nine months. Any reason, no questions asked, no conscience protections for medical workers. You know, they enshrined abortion as a right in their law, in Colorado state law. So if you're a medical worker, you don't want to be participating in an abortion. You're now, you know, denying a woman her right including for any late-term abortion. Um, California, there was a bill in committee just yesterday that will permit not just abortion through all nine months in California, which is largely already permitted, but also in the perinatal period, which can be up to weeks after a child is born. And that would mean it decriminalizes the killing, the slaying, the neglect until death of a child even weeks after he or she is born. I've got to pause you there. Uh, A member of our staff told me this earlier to mention this to me. I hadn't seen the news story. And I thought, oh, you know, look, I, I put nothing past the radicals these days, but she just got that wrong. There's, there's no way. That's a little fantastical. You've been spending a little too much time on the message boards. You're telling me this is real. Yeah. The law specifically states, and anybody could read it word for word, Live Action News is reporting on this right now. Go to liveactionnews.org. The law specifically states that there will be no criminal penalties, that it's basically decriminalizing any action taken by a mother or and her doctor with regard to her pregnancy, including in the perinatal period, which is both the weeks before birth and the weeks after birth. 
So if they decide to withhold care from that infant, according to this California law, if it goes into effect, they cannot be held criminally responsible. I used to make and dark jokes, Lila. I used to make sort of dark, when we talk about all the evils of the country, I said pretty soon the left is going to be endorsing fourth trimester abortion as something that even for the radicals is just so beyond imagination. It could, and and it's, it's now being seriously proposed in California. We, we've got to leave it there. We're out of time. Uh, your work on this story has been incredible. The work of uh, Lauren Handy, did you say her name is? The pro-life activist is just absolutely incredible. Uh, where can people read more about this and where can they find you? Thank you. Liveaction.org is the website. I'm Lila Grace Rose on Twitter and tweeting re uh, reports on this all day long. And there's action items that people can take to, to make a difference here. But I so appreciate you covering it. I know it's hard. I mean, it's devastating. But we, we, can, we can make a difference here in saving the lives of children. I think we all should. That's great work. Lila, thank you, as thank always, you, for coming on. Thank you.